Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Quickie remindery, visit our website, Forever35Podcast, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can find us on Twitter at Forever35Pod and Instagram at Forever35Podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums. You can also shop our fave prods at shopmyshelf.us.forever35. Nope, slash forever35. Yep, slash forever35, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can also sign up for the Forever 35 newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And you can call or text us at 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Can I tell you something very strange that my daughter introduced me to yesterday? Yes, please. So my children both love ASMR. Okay. They have somehow discovered it because clearly my parental monitoring of their YouTube consumption has gone downhill in the pandemic. They didn't even use YouTube at the start of this pandemic. We were like, no screens. And now we're like, screens everywhere. Uh, (laughs) You know, COVID changed a lot. But Dory, I'll tell you. So they love doing, they like make themselves ASMR voice memos. Like they love ASMR. But what I did not know existed, because I do not connect with ASMR. I know for some people, it's very relaxing and comforting. For me, it like gives me the heebie-jeebies. Okay. So 
I don't partake. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was like ASMR kind of like role playing. Oh. Like like not in a um, particularly adult way, but Mm -hmm. what my daughter introduced me to yesterday was ASMR skincare routines. So people, (laughs) it's wild. So like she had one where it was like, a big sister was teaching a little sister about skincare, but the whole time she's whispering like this. She's like, let me tell you all about skincare. Oh and my then God. like, then like the product will like <laughs> crackle in the background. This is me doing ASMR for Dory. I've never heard of such a thing. And it was like a strange combination of skincare, which you and I like to talk about and Indeed. ASMR, which for many people is like a part of self-soothing. Okay. So I am curious if anyone else has ever heard anything like this because a quick search tells me that it is all over the internet. Like ASMR beauty videos are a thing. Wow. And your kids are into them. And unbeknownst to me, my 11-year-old child and the 9-year-old too (laughs) love listening to ASMR skincare routines. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Google it if you never have it do is. they do you know of any channels or you know people that they especially like to follow? Okay, I you know what I should have asked for recommendations. I had my daughter play me a bunch last night because we were doing a puzzle and she was like, "Let's listen to some ASMR." And then I was like, "What is happening? Like this is wild." So I will ask her for a couple recommendations and I will include those in our show notes on our website. Okay, this is exciting. And then, like, maybe I'll make my own ASMR skincare routine. I bet you could, Kate. I bet you could. I would also love to know for people who I do like, like, I don't know if you consume any ASMR stuff, Dory. I do love the soap cutting videos. Mm. Those and Sam Junio, our producer, also loves soap cutting videos. And I find this, there's so much satisfaction in the sound and like the tiny pieces, but I don't physically respond to like a whisper. So I would love if there are people who really do use ASMR as part of their self-care. I would love to hear from them just to kind of learn more about what it's like, because this is new to me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I have nothing to add here because I am not a consumer nor a producer of ASMR content. Have you ever listened to it to see if like your body reacts to it? I have listened to it. Um, It's not, it's not like my thing. Same. I explained to my daughter, I was like, it's like cilantro. Some people's like their physical genetics make it so cilantro tastes like soap and for other people it tastes delicious yes and this is my amazing comparison cilantro and asmr the same thing (laughs) well i mean it's like anything right like some things resonate with people and some things don't and that's (laughs) what makes us human (laughs) um speaking of resonating can i throw a couple gentle content recommendations out into the ether Yes. Okay. So number one is Girls 5 Eva on Peacock. I've talked about the first season, which I loved. The second season is currently out. Episodes are coming out. I just started it. It's so good. And it is shit's creakish to me in that it's just funny and light and lovely. Hmm. And in these times, Isn't that what we all need? I, yes, I think so. I mean, rhetorical question. And then the (laughs) second recommendation is a podcast that I believe launched kind of in late March. It's called The Antidote. It's hosted by two women who are comedy writer and comedy writers and performers. And the concept of the podcast is providing an antidote to the stress of the outside world. Mm. So they, while they also talk about current events, they also provide like very lovely, calming recommendations for pop culture, 
for skincare. They have really great interviews. I was looking for a podcast to listen to while I cooked dinner and um, some friends are friends with the hosts and had recommended it. And like every podcast is a true crime podcast. Literally, I was scrolling through like the top 100 and it's like either a wacky conservative dude or Mm. like true like murders and martinis, which actually might be the name of a podcast, but like everything is like Uh. murder. And I was like, I don't, I don't want that. Uh, So I listened to, um, you know, Busy Phillips is doing her best a lot, which is a very long podcast that gets me through like three dinner cooking sessions. <laughs> Stay busy in case you have like three hour episodes, which I love. But the antidote, everybody, if you need a nice, gentle, fun, smart, thoughtful, funny podcast, the antidote. I have also been listening to a new podcast. Lay it uh, on me. I guess. It's sort of a true crime podcast, but it's not a murder podcast. It's Heidi World about about Heidi Fleiss about Heidi Fleiss. Oh, that yes. sounds good. Um, it's hosted by Molly Lambert, who is a really smart and funny writer here in Los Angeles, who's written for like every publication you probably read, um, and she. Yeah, she put together this really engaging podcast about Heidi Fleiss. And it's one of those, like, not like everything you thought you knew about Heidi Fleiss is wrong, but there is a lot of background and context that I just had no idea about. And also, like, I love a deep dive into, like, kind of seedy 80s LA. Mm. You know? Yes, um, I like do. Seedy, but like rich 80s LA. Delicious. So yeah. fun. So there's like a fantasy element to that, yes, even when it's real. Totally. So I am enjoying that podcast. So I, I recommend it if you're looking for, you know, it's it's I think it's 10 episodes. It's it's a it's a short, a short podcast. It's not one of these podcasts that you're gonna commit to for years and years, like forever 35. Um it's you know. You you listen to it and then you're done. But I am I am enjoying it, so I just wanted to put that out there as a recommendation. I have another one to throw into the pile. Okay, let's hear it. Scamfluencers. Oh, okay. Which is hosted by uh, Sachi. I forget their last name. Cool who works at Buzzfeed. Sachi Cool. Mm-hmm. Hosted by Sachi Cool and Sarah Hagee, and a friend of the pod, Sarah Any produces on it and it's really good it's it's like can i ask a question yes story how does it differ from say scam goddess i haven't listened to a lot of scam goddess it's scams in the like digital influencer space okay so it has a specific focus it has a fluencer focus which got it, i got it. love like i love influencer scams Totally. Modern scams. Like we've got mm-hmm, our Heidi mm-hmm, Fleiss mm-hmm. scam of the 80s mm-hmm. and I love a modern scam. And the nice thing about scam influencers is it's like three episodes per scam. So kind of similar to what you were saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Don't, you don't need – you're not like in it for the long haul. Right. And also you can like dip in and out. Like if you don't love one of the scams that they're talking about, you can just like yes. listen to a different one. Yes, exactly. So – um you know, sometimes people ask us for our podcast Rex, and I don't think we planned on sharing today, but here we've got three. Yeah, there you go. Look at us. Do you, should Look I be listening us. to Scam Goddess? I don't listen to it regularly, but I have enjoyed the episodes that I listen to. I really, I, the host Lacey Mosley is that her last name? Yeah, Lacey Mosley, um, who's an actress. She's so funny, and I really like. She's a great host. Mm. Um, so I do, I do really enjoy listening to her. My friend, I should say, if we're talking about scams, my friend Katie also hosts a great scam podcast called Scam Wow. Oh, what's the, what's the premise of that one? She digs into all sorts of scams. She's a scammer deep diver. She's like very knowledgeable about it. And I really appreciate her punny shamwell. The the play on Sham Wow in her title always makes me laugh every time I think about her podcast. I wonder what the next 
what the next scam like you know they were like true crime podcasts. now i feel like we're in like an age we're in the age of the scammer right there was like inventing anna on netflix there was there are all these scam podcasts like what's gonna be the next thing well i mean you are the journalist who originally wrote about the hipster grifter one of like the late aughts most iconic scammers yeah and now what she has a deal thing? with Mindy. She has a deal with Mindy Kaling. I mean, how wild is that? If you could travel back in time and be like, hey, don't worry, everybody. This person who scammed the world is going to have a development deal. I know. But what? look, you know, America, right? Oh, America. What a, uh, what a place. What well, a place. listen, shifting gears a little bit, I like what I'm hearing from you, that you are moving your body every day this month. Okay, so this was inspired by Peloton instructor Robin Arzon. Arzon? How do you say her last name? Arzon? I say Arzon. Robin Arzon. Okay. This was, ins- this was inspired by Peloton instructor Robin Arzon, who I guess has done this kind of challenge before I think she did it in December and it's not like an official Peloton challenge. Like it's not like in the app or anything. She just, I think she just like announces it on her Instagram and it's basically just like you move the challenges to move your body for 30 minutes or three miles a day for all of June. And I really, this really spoke to me because as we have been discussing on this show, I've been feeling a little bit in a, body movement rut. Mm. And I just, I like the idea of just like, you know what? You just got to move your body. Like that's, it can really be anything. There's no pressure to like, you know, do a program or like reach a goal. It's just like, Mm -hmm. this is it. And so I was like, you know what? I can do this. Um, So I'm doing it and you know, we're on day three. But okay, okay, I've you're, done in it. It. you're in it. I've done it every day, so so I'm three for three. <laughs> and and what have been thus far your three mm-hmm. movement selections? Okay, so the first day I did a 20 minute um, strength class on the Peloton app, and then a 20 minute yoga class mm-hmm. for a total mm-hmm. of 40 minutes. <laughs> wow. Overachiever. And then yesterday I had my group tennis class, which was an hour long. So that was my thing for yesterday. And then today I had a tennis lesson that was also an hour long. So that was my thing for today. I love it, Dory. Well, thanks, Kate. Also, you know what? I like, I like that it's half an hour. Like half an hour feels Mm -hmm, doable, mm -hmm. but you can still get something done in half an hour and like feel good. Um, I don't have to like rearrange my day to get it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling good about it. Feeling good about it. Dory, proud of you. Happy Thank for you. Thank you, Kate. Would love to go on like a gentle hike with you if you yes. want like an activity. I love do. that. Kate, can we do That'd that? That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on a gentle hike. I would love it. Should we go to Runyon and really look for the celebs? Runyon no, does not no. feel gentle to me. It does. It also has no sun coverage. No sun coverage. It has no sun coverage. Parking is a nightmare. It's such a it's, scene. It's here like in Los also, Angeles. It's like, you're just like walking up a like a sidewalk essentially. Like it's, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel like you're in nature, really. The strange thing about this city, like if you've never been here, and I hadn't really been here until we moved, is that it's very hilly, which I didn't really, like we have mountains. And so just all around the city are hikes basically in, you know, behind apartment buildings. And if you've never heard of Runyon, it's kind of the uh, scene and be seen. I was just going to say, it's where to go to be see and be seen. But it's like... If you're an influencer, I did once see Courtney Cox on a hike in Runyon Canyon. Oh, there you go. But for the most part, like, I think we're looking for the like Nick Vials of the world. Totally. <laughs> well, now that we have psychoanalyzed Runyon Canyon, should we introduce our guest? Yes, let's do it. Well, Dory, today we are talking to, dare I say, an icon of the comedy space. 
I would say the comedy and the writing space. Our guest today is Jesse Klein. She is a writer, an actress, a stand-up comedian, born and raised in New York. She has appeared on shows like Showbiz Show with David Spade, VH1's Best Week Ever. She's performed stand-up on Comedy Central's Premium Blend. You know her as the head writer and executive producer of Amy of Inside Amy Schumer. She's really done it all. She does voices on animation, and she now has two best-selling books of essays. And her most recent book is I'll Show Myself Out, Essays on Midlife and Motherhood, which just came out at the end of April. We're so excited to get to talk to Jessie. She's just lovely. She's great. Yeah. And the, and her book is really great. And it, especially if you are a, a mother or a parent and have not read the first essay in her book about kind of the loss of your identity as a parent, it is, uh, it's re, it really it gets to your soul. It really gets right in there and it makes you laugh. Yeah. So, um, here's Jesse. We're going to take a short break and then we'll come right back. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie 
also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Well, Jesse, welcome to Forever 35. We're so thrilled to have you. Um, loved, I've been listening to your book on oh audiobook, my. which has been a real treat because you're such a funny narrator. <laughs> and it's, Thank you so much for having me. I'm st- truly honored. Oh, we're thrilled you're here. So we always kick off our episodes by asking our guests to share a self-care practice, which can be annoying when we put people on the spot like this. But this can really be anything. So I know you are in a very busy time right now with the book coming out. Um, but is there anything that you do in your day to day that you consider your self care? Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like I am a uh, real trash in the self care department. I mean, the one thing I will say, which is a bit of a repudiation, is that a word repudiation of a thing I wrote in my first book? I wrote a whole chapter in my first book. Um, which was called You'll Grow Out of It, about how much I hate taking baths. And look who's come around. Look who fills that puppy up most nights of the week. Um, 
gets in there and just stews like a little prune. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's like really sometimes I feel like the only relaxing, nice time in my day. And I used to think it was so gross. I don't know. And now I love taking a bath. I try to fill jugs of water to use to water my plants. So I'm not a complete dumpster fire for using so much water. I forget what uses more water, a shower or a bath. I think it's a shower, actually. I think maybe the shower does. I'll just stick with that. Anyway, a bath. That's what I got for you. A bath. Uh, uh, I I was I was rem- I also have recently come around to baths, Jesse, and but I was reminded that like you don't get clean from a bath just by like sitting in the bath. <laughs> oh no no no! A bath is not about cleanliness at no. all. No, a bath is me. <laughs> no, you have to shower. After you have to bath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took a bath the other night, like after I like I hadn't showered in a couple of days, but I was just like I need a bath. And then I got out of the bath, and I was like, "Oh, I stink! Like I smell <laughs> so bad." So that was like a very good reminder that yes, like that's not the bath is not for personal hygiene. <laughs> no, I one hundred percent consider it something to be that's making you dirtier, not cleaner. I think. It, I'm sure you didn't smell and you're being hard on yourself. Thank you for saying that, but you know, I support. I, I did. And you know what? Not that there's anything wrong with smelling, right? Like body odor no. is, is great. I just, I don't like the smell. So I personally was like, Oh, I'm going to just, but I, <laughs> then I sort of cheated and just, um, wet a washcloth and like wipe down yeah. the pits. Yeah. You can do an armpit specific okay, moment. Thank you. Thank you. I think an armpit can safely be cleaned in a bath. I think it's just more like the, in the full picture of things. Yes. yes I, yes, yes. I think like, now will I take a bath at the end of the day, which is normally, <laughs> normally when I'm taking a bath, it is the end of the day. And knowing that I will shower in the morning, I just let that mm. be. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the off chance, sometimes very sad moment that I begin the day with a bath. Oh, I love a morning bath. You know, there can be something quite sad, I feel like, about beginning the day with a bath. (laughs) But as someone who is 46 and just has, like, so many orthopedic hip issues, back issues, sometimes you got to – I got to do a bath just to get – just to get this little (laughs) – this little skeletor out the door. Can I ask you those moments? And if it's a bath in the morning, I do have to follow up with a shower after the bath. What, what got you in? Like, what was the shift for you? Was there a moment or was it just kind of looking for a way to reclaim your space and your time? Or, or were you just like, I need to sit in hot water and stew? (laughs) I mean, first of all, Kate, great question. I'm going to say that sometime between the 2016 election and the pandemic, I decided I needed to gallop into that water like a gazelle escaping <laughs> all the lions. Yeah, I don't know. It's exactly kind of what I, not to keep me like, it's what I wrote about, but I I was so cocky when I wrote about not liking bats. I didn't mean to be, but it just goes to show that as you age, I guess you learn, oh, like I was like, I kind of wrote it like, oh, it does seem like people who are taking a bath are kind of like, it's the only safe place to go at a certain point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or that was like what I had picked up on, like watching like sort of bathing related commercials in the eighties when like, like Calgon take me away stuff. Um, yeah. I'm in a very Calgon take me away space. It seems like the only quiet place where you can be like left alone. Yeah. Have like a moment of pleasure. I I love that you you just mention that feeling of like when you get older and you suddenly realize you were wrong about something or you mm-hmm. give yourself permission to change an opinion yeah. which can be so so freeing like that that does feel like a gift that kind of comes with getting older. Oh yeah. Oh, there are so many things that you only understand. <laughs> And I guess once you arrive over this, um, you know, uh, little threshold is just like, oh, everything does kind of hurt. Um, like the way I get out of bed now, ironically, I feel like it does look like when you see little videos of like what a horse, like what a baby horse looks like when it takes its first steps. (laughs) (laughs) We're just kind of like trying to get its legs underneath it. And it's like, what am I doing? That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. 
just those first 120 seconds getting out of bed, it didn't used to feel that way. I would just Mm. get out of bed. I would just get up and go out of the bed. And now it's like, I have to like the first like 50 steps really hurt. Mm. I don't even know why. Wow. You're like, didn't know this would be wall to wall complaints, Jess. No, I mean, that's like, that is, I think what part of this is what midlife is, is it's not, I don't know if it's complaints. It's that realization that uh, like, oh, this is it. Like I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh fuck. Like this shit caught up with me in some way. And I didn't think I would be the one. I don't know. I, it's just, it's like a, it's more processing, I think. Yeah. It's like when you're, it's like, oh, are we really here? And like when you're on a plane and you've landed and you're like, okay, we've stopped moving. Are we, are we really, really here? And then the little bell dings. And it's like, bing. And you're like, oh, we're here. <laughs> Stand up, get your bags. We're at this place now. Yeah. One thing I have appreciated in all your writing is just your openness about your mental health, the struggle that presents in your life, the way it, the way it's kind of interwoven in your daily experiences with your son and work. And I wanted to know how your relationship to your mental health has, if it has changed as you get older, do you feel like you understand it better or, or is it one of those things where you're always kind of at that same, the relationship stays the same, no matter how old you get? Wow. I will tell you, I'm having like such a strong, deep wish that I could answer that it has changed Mm. (laughs) or that I'm able to do anything better or differently. Sadly for myself, (laughs) I seem to uh, just really be stuck in the mud with all my same problems, my same patterns, I guess. Um, As someone who struggles with at times like severe depression, really never met something I couldn't ruminate on. (laughs) Never met a rabbit hole. I didn't just fully slip and slide my way down. Um, Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I really like just hearing you ask that question. I was like, God, I wish the truth was that things are different, but for me, (laughs) unfortunately, the struggle I haven't, I mean, I, I feel like I've aged and come into some wisdom about like things about life, but in terms of like my specific brand of little mental struggles, um, they, they kind of are where they are. I hope that's not true for the people listening. I hope people are getting better. I f- it feels true for me. And, and maybe it's that it, that never changed, you know, that those you, you changed through life, but what you're experiencing mental health wise doesn't, I don't know. I, 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 in hearing, in hearing you answer, I'm like, Oh wait, Kate, nothing's changed. Like you get yourself, you understand yourself better, but like the actual actions of your brain and the, the responses are still there. And it's, it's exhausting. I mean, do you, do you, are you at peace with it? Do you feel like, or is it just something that you like, it just Uh is what it is. I mean, I'm not at peace with it at all. I mean, look, I, I, I'm always, um, I'm always trying and I feel like I've the, like, you know, when you get to be a certain age, you do at, at least you have, or at least I have, uh, you know, like I recognize like you've been through enough things that you can see patterns. Mm. You're like, okay, well, you know, like the way I would react to, you know, like the breakup I went through when I was like 22 was not the same as the breakup I went to like 15 years later or whatever, you know, you're like, okay, Mm this, even like even talking to like my dad, who's going to be 82, you know, that's always an interesting perspective, like the sort of world events, not that he's not, you know, horrified by things, but you know, like war in Ukraine, he's like, yeah, it's awful. He's like, wars end, you know, it'll end. And like when the pandemic started, he's like, yeah, you know, it's awful. Pandemics will end. It's, it is a little bit of like a broad view of like the world will take its time, but you know, like things move along. Um, and so I, I sometimes can feel like an awareness of like, okay, understanding like this too shall pass type of, yeah. thing. but it doesn't make 
the feeling as it's passing through, whatever no. it may be, uh, any better. I'm really not the poster child for mental health. I think you are because that's, I think that's a very Definitely accurate not. assessment about how people feel about it, right? It's like not something that we're going to fix. It's rather like something that we almost like take under our wing in a way, like it becomes part of us, you know? Yeah. I mean, the one thing I really would, I guess it's, it's like, um, it's a real, what's the thing I'm looking for. Also, I feel like my brain has fully died. Like I'm looking for some like sort of common turn of phrase that I can't find right now. Uh, what I was trying to say is like, I wish sometimes I wish I was a better compartmentalizer, you know, Mm. like, um, the way men usually are. Um, and I don't want to take things like too dark, 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 but whatever we live in hell. So (laughs) we live in hell with moments of brightness that are spurred by incredible people doing incredible things and, and kind humans spreading kindness. But, you know, like, uh, you know, this last week, the shooting in Texas, the one before that in Buffalo, the one before that, the one before that, like I, but in particular, the one, the one in Texas, you know, I I couldn't do any work last week. I was in a very fortunate position to be able to like, just cancel stuff I had to do. I mean, there are people obviously had to go to work, but, um, I just couldn't, I was just flat, flattened out which in some ways feels like a rational reaction to what happened. Um, But then I, you know, like men that I know are like, obviously also feel devastated and awful, but just can kind of not be thinking about it all day. Well, you, you talk about that in your book where there's like the, the privilege that men and I think specifically white men have of just like thinking everything's going to be okay. Cause that's uh-huh. how things mostly are for them. Uh-huh. And that was, <laughs> that was very yeah. validating to read. Well, or like, you know, again, on a smaller scale of like, just like little life daily, but non horrific things like, um, you know, like I think of it as like, um, someone's going to like men just think plants just keep growing. And it's like, someone's watering them. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen a man water a plant? You're fucking like, <laughs> no. <laughs> And, um, it's like, you know, someone's watering the plants all the time. And it's, I mean, expand that outwards as a metaphor and as, in as many ways as you like. Yeah. And I, you know, I look, I don't want to hashtag not all men. Um, Jesse, I want to ask a question about writing about your son. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't written quite as extensively about my son as you have, but I do have a podcast with my husband where we talk about him and I'm, and I I guess I'm asking this like both because I'm curious what you have to say and also to kind of like work on my own feelings about this. But like, does there come a point where you feel like you have to stop writing about Asher? Oh, that's such a good question. Just in terms of like, at what point is it like sort of beyond like his consent, I suppose. Is that what you Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's such a great question. I don't really have any answers. I, I, I feel like I do get asked and I'm always, I'm, I'm interested in the questions about in general, not just around kids, but you know, it's like how you write about anyone you love Mm -hmm. or or people who, (coughs) you know, are just still alive and things you want to say about them Yeah, or write about. Obviously with your children, it's even trickier, but I, I feel like for me, the North star is like with my North star with humans in general, right. Is like, don't write anything about anyone where I, I feel like I then couldn't like look them in the eye. Mm-hmm. Like if I can like stay in a room, like would I have to run away <laughs> or feel hideous if I ran into this person? Like I couldn't talk about what was written. If I can't do that, then I'm not going to write it. Um, in terms of Asher, Am I writing about my son? I mean, this is like, this is really tricky territory too, because it's like, it's like one of the things about being both a mother and an artist, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. you want to express yourself and tell your whole truth, but he will read this one day or maybe, or maybe he'll just be like, fuck right off. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, um, how do you, 
Dory, please guide. What do you think? I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, this is, you know, this is something that I'm I'm sort of wrestling with. I mean, we have now several years of a podcast where we talked about, you know, his conception via IVF and then his birth and his infancy and you know, there's also like a year's worth of podcasts where we talk about how we really want a girl and then we had a boy. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah. He might he might listen to that. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean I also don't know. I do know that like I I I keep I feel like I keep reading about like OG mom bloggers who are like they have kind of come out and said that they regret writing about their kids and some moms on TikTok who have like stopped posting their kids and I yeah, I mean I I do feel like there is there there is a line and but I don't know what it is. Um. So, yeah. There, there's my uh, no the- very ambiguous answer. <laughs> These are existential <laughs> questions. I mean, for yeah. me, like I, I mean, I'm not really a big social media person to begin with, but I sort of decided early on I didn't want to like post any pictures of him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just for me, my again uh, ruminations about safety and photos and all that stuff. I just, I don't post any pictures of him. Um, uh, in terms of, I don't know, again, with like, it's a, it's a real struggle with like your ability to be free as an artist, which is something I think that your child would want you to see and to experience like your freedom of spirit and sort of, I mean, that stuff, there's like so many benefits, I think to like, to that. Maybe it can all just be balanced out by, I mean, what's coming into my head is just to say, like, I think the most important, like thinking about my own childhood, it's like <laughs> the things that were working in it and the things that weren't, uh, like that they'll all be fine as long as they're just like very fiercely and fully loved and mm. like, everything else will come out in the wash. I don't know. That's the best I got. I think it's a thing like every parent is is thinking about whether or not it's not whether or not it's you're uh like an artist in any way or not it's like that i'm just posting them online as a whole even yeah. letting them be online i'm in the, i'm now in the age where like they want to go online oh god yeah my oldest wants to write movie reviews and i'm like like that's amazing but also like i don't want you near the internet anyway yeah um, i can't that is a whole i'm so glad. it's a lot I'm not there yet. <laughs> it's coming for you. Don't I, worry. I'm going to crouch. I'm going to crouch. Soon. Okay, well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. 
OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. All right, we are back. I really enjoyed how Nate Burkus was a key part of your self-care as a person. Oh, oh yeah. And him as self-care. I mean, like he he is, he and his husband both are, I mean, you write just like a really lovely essay about them. And then of course I watched the Today Show clip of them recording a video message to you and it's all very sweet. And then you get to, you know, I mean, like that is seems like a very big highlight, but you throughout the book, you have like little, reality tv moments mentioned in particular their show is that like how you mentally shut off reality tv yeah or Um, just nate and jeremiah in particular i mean nate and jeremiah in particular uh yeah i that came in so full circle here i'm gonna try and say something that's like a moment of hope (laughs) i mean i this book took so long to write truly years and years uh, some of it's on me. I procrastinated. Uh, in 2019, it was going to be due in 2020. And I was like, I've got time. And then the pandemic happened. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, but just sitting, writing these essays. And then I was like, I want to just sit and write one that just feels like it's just about something I love to think about, which is Nate Burgess and his husband, Jeremiah Brent. And um. <laughs> like just sitting alone in quarantine time uh like could not have imagined that book would come out that they would ultimately like read this essay that i would end up on today show that they would make that video and then that through also my delightful book agent david kuhn that he would make it happen that i would get to meet them and have a drink with them and that they would be so kind and show up to like just be such incredible sweeties. Um, it was a real like, um, manifest moment of just remembering, uh, like I was like, Oh, I I kind of manifested that happening in the weirdest way, not to be full white nonsense, but, um, yeah, sorry. That's a long roundabout response, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm obsessed with them. I will say like a part of my self care that I guess encompasses, Nate and Jeremiah in particular is I, it's less like reality TV, although I love reality TV and more like I can go down like a, a really just deep, like Pinterest rabbit hole. Like, mm. like, and I do get very obsessed with just looking at pictures of nice spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I could look at pictures mm-hmm. spaces forever and ever and ever. Well, it's funny you, focus on Nate and Jeremiah because they're like architectural digest house tour videos. That's like my bath. Those videos where you just are in a really expensive house that you'll never live in. It's so clean. Kate, what you were saying about those architectural digests, like come into my house things, which are also can be enraging. I mean, two sides to every, because the deep jealousy, the like fury of like, why don't I have that house? Whatever. It's also insane. But, um, I mean, just as like a native New Yorker, like for me, like the feeling of walking down the street, like at night, like, like I grew up in the village and I would like walk down those streets and I lived in a very, very 
cannot say enough, very, very tiny apartment. <laughs> and then would like walk past these like West Village townhouses and you'd see the lights on at night and like looking in a window. I love it. Just be like, oh, yeah. and then those, those video tours now just deliver on that, on that like little itch so beautifully. And I will also just say, if what just a pet peeve that I have in general, if anyone's listening and has like a gorgeous, beautiful house or any kind of house, honestly, when someone comes to your house or if I come to your house, I believe you must show the person visiting your entire house. I want to see every nook and Give cranny. Give me a tour. Stop hiding your house. And I'll sneak off. If, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know? You got to show everybody your whole house. If you have a, I mean, especially if you have a fancy, big, rich person house, don't hide that shit. Don't pretend. Just show me the house. <laughs> Sorry. Jesse wants to see the house. Show Come on, everyone. House. I want to see the house. <laughs> I'm with you. I love sitting um, inside well, of people's houses. Jesse, we always wrap by asking people about their skincare practice, whether they have one or not. And if you do, if you have any products that you love that people should know about. So I'm going, I'm going to pass that to you okay. and see if there's anything you want to share. There are a couple of things right now that I am loving. One that I recently or like within the last year discovered, which is I'm very into, I'm a zombie pale human being. Um, so I've always liked adding like a, a very rosy cheek just to bring me to life. Mm. And I will say, um, Ilya, I L that makeup mm-hmm. brand, which came after me on Instagram and targeted me and man, did they hook line sinker get me. Um, they make, I guess it's a multi stick that you can use on your lips and your cheeks. It is a perfect amount of blush. Mm. A pop of color. They're all good tones. So an Ilya multi-stick is now part of my daily routine. Um, and they're not, not expensive or very reasonable makeup price point. Um, what else? I also have insane under eye circles that are just sort of genetically there, no matter how much rest I get. And I, uh, I'm pretty attached to a Chanel concealer. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I just spackle that thing on. <laughs> and then, um, and then lastly, um, there's something I just started using that's like a, like a CC cream or something. This is Ooh. more than you guys wanted, but I'm like, I'll no, this is like, no, this is great. Yeah, this I mean, is this exactly is what we all want to know. But again, I don't know that I'm the greatest ad, but, um, uh, there's a CC cream made by clay C L E. That I found, yeah, right. I love, I love seeing the pen come out. Never oh, heard of clay. Wait, wait. I want to make sure before we go. I just want to make sure that I have it right. Clay CC cream. Am I doing this correctly? Hold on, hold on. Yes, clay C L E. It's their CCC cream. Um, it's really good because it's not too sheer coverage wise. Again, mm. I need a lot of what the ladies call coverage. <laughs> There's a lot to cover, <laughs> so it's not too sheer. Um, nor is it too thick. Like you don't, it, it looks natural and it doesn't feel, here, wait, I'm going to send you a link, Kate. Um, cause I think you very much. Allure mag is also endorsing clay cosmetics, CCC cream. You know, if I see that allure best of beauty circle, I know it really sells a lot. Right? It like, means a lot when, to, yeah. did, when did we do, I mean, props to Allure, but like, for whatever reason, that seal of approval for me, it's like, okay, I'm in. I Thank believe, you, this you know magazine. I props to Allure, I will also say, because I do, like, over the years, when Allure puts out their, like, best of whatever with the little stuff, I do think they do a good job vetting. Like, yeah. all of mm-hmm. the products that have gotten the... Allure's good housekeeping seal of approval. I have found all of those products to be really good products. Same. So anyway, it's a it's a worthy it's a worthy award. It's a worth. Yes, this is not this is not like a critic's choice. This is like a this is not. Awesome. <laughs> um. Yes, Clay Cosmetics CCC cream, and it goes just so you're aware. If you do order it, when you put it out in the tube, it comes out like very white looking. Like no matter which tone you buy. And then you have to like, you rub it in your hands and it turn it like adjusts, I don't know, the micro beads or whatever. <laughs> Clearly not being paid by them to um, fully fuck up the pitch. 
But um, anyway, it, it just, it'll come out of the tube looking like almost like sunscreen color. And you're like, what is it? Then as you rub it on your face, it adjusts to your specific tone. Okay. Okay. Hopefully clay will now, wow. if I don't get a free tube of clay for at least trying to, come on, clay. Anyway, clay, really she good. did great. Clay. <laughs> that's what um, I got. That's what I, those are my, those are my three. That's, those are my three biggies. That's kind of my main thing. Those are excellent. Those I don't are think great. We, we've had any of those mentioned. I also want to say I still don't feel like worthy of Chanel. And I think I need to buy myself a Chanel makeup product. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you sometimes are like, I can't. <sighs> yes. I And I need to get, I need to do it. I need to just bite the bullet and go for a Chanel product. I do enjoy a Chanel concealer, but um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm hawking today. But paid by no one. These are my real products. Amazing. Amaze. Oh, also Ilya mascara is the best mascara. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. That's it. That's what I, I agree. All right. I'm glad. Oh, cause you both look great. So obviously I will hit you up for, I'm sure you've talked about it a million times, but you need to have that list on paper. <laughs> um, thank you. I had, uh, I had laser skin lasering done today. So you did? I'm yes. And like, I don't think you can really tell on the camera, but my freckles are like, I can't tell cause you're a little coming like, wavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, like, to me, I look crazy right now. So it's like funny. <laughs> Can I ask one question before we go? Yes, of course. Are like, I feel like in the last two years now, it's like, am I doing something dumb by not getting lasers? Everyone I know is now getting lasered up, and I haven't. Been this is the third in any way. This is the first time. This is the first time I've done it. So I will report back. Jesse, where can our listeners find you if they want to follow along with you and your work? Um, they can find me on Instagram where I am your acquaintance, Jesse Klein. Um, that's probably the best place. I don't even want to give out my Twitter handle because right now it's just me screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, get a much more civilized version of me if you stick to that Insta, Insta feed. Well, your book is I'll show myself out. It's wonderful. It was such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the pod and talking to us about all these things. Thank you. You guys are the best. I appreciate it so much. Another idol added to the list of guests (laughs) for me. I mean, just the coolest. Just the coolest. I just love getting to talk to Jesse. All right. So, Dory, did you clean off your desk? I most certainly did not. Well, that's fine. You know, another intention <laughs> lost to the wind. Kate, how did you how did you do figuring out how to slow down and enjoy summer? Oh my god, Dory. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> L O fucking L. You know. Turns out I'm gonna be on a big book deadline and in everything like everything chaotic is happening in the month of June for me. It's like my family's visiting. My husband's family's visiting. My kids are going to camp. One kid goes to sleepaway camp. It's a lot of moving pieces. We don't have, you know, my kids are home a lot because they're not in camp all the time. They keep wandering in because they don't think that what I'm doing is working. Like they, it's just, mm-hmm. I will say though, that one thing that my intention for this week, even though I am on a tight deadline, I have a lot on my plate. I had therapy yesterday and what okay. I am trying to do is figure out how to take care of myself and find some balance when I'm on a really stressful deadline. Because what I tend mm. to do when I am like in a major work push, I tend to throw everything I do to take care of myself like out the window almost on purpose and I become this like non-sleeping, non-showering like forgetting to eat or like only eating like cheese sticks all day kind of it's almost like a a bit of a manic energy I get when I'm on a deadline and so what I am trying to do is maintain some boundaries for myself like Mm. I want to keep exercising I want to maintain an early bedtime I want to wake up and work so that is my intention for this week figuring out how not to lose my mind on a deadline but rather incorporate balance so that I can really focus, work really hard, but also like have like take a deep breath and feel calm at the end of the day. 
mean, yeah, that's the challenge. Easier said than done, but you know what? I'm, I'm here. I'm going to intent really hard this week and see how it goes. How about um, you? Well, I'm just going to, you know, call back to something I mentioned at the beginning of the show, which is move my bod. That's what just going to be my intention for this week. I can't wait to hear how it goes. Cause it's a, like, I love, I love the openness of anything counts because we put so much pressure on ourselves to move in certain ways. But I love even like 30 minutes of gardening. Yeah, for sure. You know? If I had well, a garden, that would definitely count. Well, Dory, let us share that Forever 35 is hosted and produced by us, Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer, and it's produced and edited by Sam Junio. Sammy Reed is our project manager, and our network partner is ACAST. And we thank you all so much for listening. Bye.